to Bio Breakdown. I'm your producer, Max McDonald. Today, joining us, we have Chris Mandity, our host. Today, as an interviewee, Chris. Hello. Welcome. And also joining us is our everyman guy, uh, Randall. Here every day. Thanks for having me back, guys. Welcome. Uh, today, we're going to talk about conferences and the importance of them. Um, Chris, how's it going over there? Pretty good. How about yourself? Doing pretty well. Where are you located right now, Chris? I am in Tucson, Tucson, Arizona. Nice. I almost said Tucson. Tucson. <laughs> Is that how they say it over there? Or No. No, it's absolutely not. <laughs> There's only one sun, right? Not two suns. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Cool. Um, so the topic we're discussing today is Max. Right. We're, t- we're going to talk about conferences. So the reason we talk about this is that it's something that's very important in the scientific community. It's a time that all all people from the industry get together and pretty much learn about what everyone is doing. Um, Chris, do you want to elaborate on this subject more since you're more experienced with uh, the academia side of things? Yeah, so usually uh, a conference, we're we're talking about academic conferences, Um, usually there's some kind of uh, society or institution that puts the conference on. Um, I know I've gone to like Ecological Society of America meetings, um, recently, I went to the Southern African Wildlife Management Association meeting. So it's some like body um, of researchers who are in like a similar discipline or in one discipline with similar topics, um, and then you like submit an abstract for what you would like to present on. They review it and then tell you if you can present, and then those people go. That's pretty interesting. So there's a there's a lot of conferences, I'm sure, over a wide variety of fields, I would imagine. And uh, these are just ones that you just mentioned are ones in uh, in your field, right? Right. And uh, you went to those, or did you uh, present in those? I've done both. Uh, you don't have to present to attend a conference. You, I think, you usually still have to pay like an admissions fee and everything. Um, but yeah, I've presented, uh, at different conferences. Um, yeah. Cool. Um, so how, how large are these conferences usually? I'm sure they vary in size, um, but the ones that, that you're familiar with, can you give us an estimate? Um, I think, yeah, they do, they do, uh, uh vary pretty widely in size, like, the Ecological Society of America meetings is pretty massive. Uh, there's like, you know, hundreds and hundreds of people there. Um, where this last conference I went to, I think there were 86 presenters and like 100 and something attendees um, to the conference. Oh, that's pretty big, pretty massive. So all uh, the conferences that you regularly attend, how often do they... Uh... Or how often are they actually held? Like for the oh. e- ecology conferences, at least. 
that's a, that's an annual event. So once a year, um, I think that one's usually in August. Uh, so. Right on. And is it in the same location every single time, or does it kind of bounce around? No, uh, they move around, uh, which which is a pretty common thing with conferences of like uh, some society, is that they'll move around so that people who maybe couldn't go one year can if it's closer um and just so it's not like stagnant so you get to see you know more of the country um that kind of thing oh cool so how would you how would you describe maybe you can elaborate on just conferences in general or you can go to like a specific one but how would you uh tell us about your experience there like do you go in and like everyone's in the same field and you just instantly like hit it off and like you all vibe together or uh, just how, how is it? Um, I love going to conferences. It's actually like one of my favorite things because yeah, you get to see research, you know, within your discipline that's, that's out there. And sometimes, you know, whether that's just being cool to, to see what people are working on or it can spark ideas um, in your head. But also, I think probably the most important part of, of conferences, which is probably not talked about enough, is that it's like a good opportunity for networking, which is huge um, in academia um, to, to build a network of people that you can communicate with and also, you know, for research positions or job positions moving forward. You want to have that network of people uh, and a good reputation within that that net, network and and conferences are a fantastic opportunity to do that. Plus, it's also just like you know you you get in there and you get in, like amongst the herd of nerds, you know. Yeah, everyone's and listening. <laughs> you guys, it's it's pretty. I've I've never seen any drama at an academic conference. <laughs> Everybody is always just very chill most of the time. Uh, that's awesome. There's no fights. No. Uh... No pulling hair out. I've heard stories of uh, <laughs> the worst were like impolite questions in the question and answer segment, or like passive aggressive. Yeah, passive aggressive pointed questions. Yeah, it's, yeah, networking is one thing that you, I didn't learn in high school, which yeah, kind of I learned on my own, but maybe it's common knowledge. I'm not sure is. Networking is like super important. That's like one of the main things of like college and like and conferences too. Apparently, it's like knowing people, so you just know who to talk to, right? And I I think also on the on that topic, as you get older and older and you're exposed to more things, networking kind of just comes naturally. It just sort of happens. Yeah. You do have to make a push for it, but sometimes it just happens. It just naturally happens to advance. Yeah, definitely. Field. Definitely. And I think it's getting more like even if people don't know they're doing it, they're doing it with social media and even things like LinkedIn. I mean, that's what that's what LinkedIn is, right? Like it's it's a networking tool for professionals. So you can just reach out and be like, hey, I know so and so he's got good things to say about you. Uh, you know, what are you working on and do you need help with it and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you say that uh, that when you listen to people present, 
kind of like sparks ideas in, in your head. Um, can you elaborate on that? Is it like ideas for your own research or just ideas in general? Well, it can be both. It depends. Like, um, you know, I used to do bee research and I don't um, do bee research anymore, but I still think that stuff is interesting. So if there's not a more pertinent topic to my current research during like the bee talks, I'll go watch some of the, the bee presentations and see what people are working on. And sometimes there's concepts that are applied in that that can, you know, be applied to my research as well. Um, but it's, you know, it's, it's just cool stuff all the time. Yeah, exactly. If you're interested in it, which everyone yeah. there is, it just creates a, a fun environment, right? Yeah. Um, something I wanted to point out is that you don't have to be in the industry to go to these conferences. Is that correct? Oh, uh, usually not. Like, you don't even have to be a member of the society. And I think that's something that I think people need to know about. That's, I'm glad you brought it up because, like, if you're interested in science and you live near a university, you know, they'll have uh, conferences or even just, like, what they, a symposium yeah. for, like, research that undergraduates or graduate students are doing. So you can – and, like, those local ones are usually free – where you can just show up and look at the research and stuff, which and of course people uh, will if they if it's like a poster session, they're either gonna love talking about it, or they're gonna hate talking about it, but you know hopefully they'll be able to answer your questions and stuff. And even even if it's not free, they still want people there. You don't have to be a, a biologist, you don't have to be in the science field whatsoever. They want people to hear what they're saying. Yeah. So the more the more the merrier. Mm -hmm. So, uh, kind of a follow-up for that. How does one go about signing up for these conferences, Chris? Um, well, I know, like, for me, these professional societies are kind of what I look at first, where, um, you know, for example, the Ecological Society of America meeting, uh, that's, like, the biggest ecological meeting in the United States, so I know it's, like, beneficial for me to present there uh, as well as to attend um, and then now that I'm doing kind of more ecology work in Africa then I know I should should be looking to maximize my exposure to that information and then also try and get my name out there in that so I looked for you know or was told about uh, an opportunity to do that with this previous conference awesome so you, you just presented at the Ecological America meeting, you said? Uh, the last one I went to was the Southern African Wildlife Management Association. Okay. And you said the, the biggest one was the, the Ecological? Yeah. Eco well, I didn't – yeah, the Ecological Society of America meetings. Okay. Um, and you did not – you didn't present at that one, you're saying? Um, I've done a poster and then I ha I've done a couple of posters at those meetings. And then I also had to present for somebody under like emergency circumstances. Uh, pretty intense. <laughs> yeah, I was, I You're was, up, Chris. Was good. but it went well. <laughs> um, so, 
So you flew to uh, to Africa, right, for the, your previous one? Yeah. And uh, whereabouts in Africa? Well, so I do my um, research at a game reserve in Hudspreit, which is in like the northeastern uh, province of Limpopo, which is right. It's it's right next to Kruger National Park. Um, but this conference was in a city or town called Bella Bella, which uh, was more like central South Africa, I think, is closer. How far away is that from uh, Limpopo? Um, I can't remember if it's in the same province or not, to be honest. But was it like a flight? It was something? like no, it was a, it was like a four-hour drive, maybe, four- or five-hour drive. We, we got turned around. We ended up taking the scenic route accidentally, um, but we made it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So uh, you presented in, uh, in Bella Bella, and uh, how did that go? How, uh, how many people were this one? I think it was like a hundred-something total people attending. Well, with this, were there multiple presentations going on at the same time, or was it uh, like pr a presentation after presentation, just like I'm kind of an order rather than? That's a good question. That's a great question. Um, since this was a smaller conference, it was just one talk after another, and so there would be like a keynote speaker, and then there would be you know one or two full-length presentations, which were like twelve minutes long. And then there would be a couple of speed presentations and then a brunch break and then get back to it. And it was just one presentation after another with a couple of breaks in there. Mm -hmm. wow. But in those bigger conferences, you have to – it's like divided up into different – I think they call them like symposia. So in each symposium, there's a, supposed to be kind of a, 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 link, a linking theme between the different talks. So you can you have to decide, you know, which which one do I want to go to, and then you can bounce. That's that's a rough part if you're in a really big conference center, bouncing yeah. across the whole thing to get to the different talks. And you got to pick and choose which ones you want to go to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough. Um. Uh. All right. So the difference between conferences, symposiums, and seminars. What are they exactly? Can you like give us uh, con concrete <laughs> seminars definitions? Yeah, I'm bringing so, up seminars because that's usually what I attend. So a seminar is usually affiliated. Well, in my realm, it's affiliated with like the university or a department of the university, and they will invite speakers to come give a presentation. So it's usually just like one speaker presents for an hour and then that's end and there's usually like a post seminar happy hour but that can also there can also be a professional seminars um which is an entirely different thing which i have not gone to so i'm not gonna speak to that and then like a, a symposium like that can also be a standalone event where it's just like here are all of our undergraduate researchers and what they've been working on come talk to them and those are usually more like poster session, I would say, mm -hmm. in my experience. And then a conference is just a 
conglomerate of different speakers. Oftentimes they have poster sessions as well. Um, that's kind of how I how I see it based on my experiences. So uh, you presented. Um, I'm just curious, where in the mix were you uh, in the presentation order? Did you uh, fall in the middle, or were you like towards <laughs> towards the end? Say the best for last. I think I was. It was. It was. It was not due to the quality of my presentation. Uh, the the. <laughs> you were the first one. What? So, so you were the first one. No, 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 no. The the conference was divided up into different themes. So my theme just got put on the last day, and then within that theme, I was put in like the middle of it. I think. So I'm pretty sure I presented like right after lunch if i remember correctly okay. well that's good everyone's happy everyone's full everyone's just relaxing that's probably a great time to present yeah <laughs> but i'm sure any time would have been fine because everyone they're, they're there for yeah they, they chose to be there they paid to be there yeah the the cool thing with that is they pay to be there so they you know they want to hear you talk they want to know what you're doing yeah Cap captive audience yeah <laughs> so uh how would you rate your presentation on um, one to ten? Oh, how would i rate my own presentation yeah. you could grade yourself now um <laughs> i think i i stumbled a little bit in the beginning but then i kind of you know caught my rhythm so i'm gonna give myself like uh an 8.75 out of 10 all right on. Oh, how would you give good. the uh, conference as a whole, one out of ten. Ten out of ten. Hell yeah! Wow. <laughs> it was uh, it was so much fun. I met a lot of great people, and there's just so many interesting topics that people were presenting on. So plus the the venue took care of business. They did a great job. Was the food good? Yeah, the food was good. Nice. Do that. <laughs> eat some exotic animals <laughs> no. <laughs> not this time not this time nice oh, that's awesome um so your presentation went pretty good 8.75 out of 10 it's a pretty decent number i um, think so and what was the uh the title of your presentation um I, it was i don't know if i'm gonna get it exactly right <laughs> it yeah. was like Feeding ecology of South African bushveld savanna rodents. I think that's what it was, or whatever. All right. But I was, yeah. That's pretty specific. Did you want to go into that at all for this this segment? I think we've talked about um, his research on a different recording, haven't we? We did. Yeah. So I didn't know if we were. This one's Aaron first. We give him a little sneak preview. The milk might seem. The mice milking. <laughs> the milk mice. <laughs> the milk mice. Uh, yeah, so I'd rather not go into like my specific stuff right now, but uh, yeah, I think it went it went decently well. I had some interesting questions afterwards, which I, you know, you're you're always going to be apprehensive about those questions when you present, and then. You, you, but you have an out. Everybody always has the out of like, I'm not sure I understand your question, but I'd be happy to talk about it afterwards or yeah. something yeah. like that. Did you have to say that? Um, no, 
I didn't. But then I did talk to the people afterwards anyway um, to get their ideas on some things. Yeah. Um, how many people asked questions uh, when you presented? For me, it was – I think it was just two. This this was a very, like, time-restrictive thing, which yeah. a lot of people – you know, for each for each uh, theme, there's, like, a timekeeper who uh, – what do they call that? A timekeeper? Well, the timekeeper, but there's, like, a different – there's like a professional term for it, um, a moderator. Yeah. yeah. So right. like, there's a moderator, and they're supposed to keep time, and you know, they'll be like, okay, we have time for one question, we have time for two questions, to get people to keep people going. Right. Um, yeah. But I mean, like, you know, the there were plenty of other interesting conversation or presentations that would have gotten more questions than mine. <laughs> I mean, I think it's pretty interesting. I'm sure you would have had a lot more if the moderator didn't, didn't <laughs> slow it down. <laughs> I said you, you only had you were the the medium uh, uh, time allotted, right? Like the yeah the long one, but not the poster, not the short one. Right. So I didn't do a keynote presentation. Those were reserved for like big name people, um, and I did a, I did a full presentation, and then there were speed presentations, which I think were three minutes long, if I remember correctly. And I'm very great, very grateful that I didn't have to do a speed presentation. Yeah, seriously, yeah. you wouldn't be able to really present anything. Just be like, hey, look at this picture. Hey, look at this next picture. That <laughs> sounds harder harder than a full presentation. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta condense it down. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah, and you know. Flying across the ocean, I would have not been happy uh, to get there and have to do a speed presentation, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But Now, you are, you were invited there. Um, did you was it, did you get a, a full full scholarship over there? Was everything paid for? Well, I wasn't – I was not invited by the, the professional society or the academic society – I was invited by uh, like the people that I did the research with. They wanted me to present on behalf of, you know, my educational institution and uh, their organization. Okay. Um, and did you want to go into details of uh, if they did they fund you for that? Um, in this case, we worked it out. Um, well, that, that's a good topic to get into also. So if you're trying to go to a conference, um, and you're a college student or you're a graduate student, oftentimes your university will have travel grants you can apply for. So, and you know, they want to get their names out there and they want to get it out there that their students are doing research and good research. So if you get accepted to present at a conference, oftentimes you can apply for these grants uh, to have them fund you to, to attend that conference. Um, you can also sometimes work out things with the like society putting the event on. Um, I haven't had experience with that, but I've seen emails like, here is a grant 
to travel to this conference and you basically would apply and explain why you don't have the funding or whatever. And sometimes you can even, you know, say like, I will work at the registration desk at the conference uh, in lieu of paying my registration fee or something like that. But it depends um, on the conference. And this last one, um, my flights were basically reimbursed by my college and then my registration fee was um, paid for by like the organization that I did the research with. That's a very, that's a pretty good deal. So yeah, they're basically trying to get their name out there, right? And yeah, I mean, I had to, I had to front the cost. Um, thankfully, I was able to do that, but it was reimbursed. the The yeah. plane tickets, the plane tickets were. So you didn't know that's before a, that's you a big one. You were gonna go either way, but you didn't know beforehand if they were gonna reimburse you for that. Right, I was in a weird place where I didn't know if I was gonna have a, a position, a PhD position for the fall. So at that time, I was gonna go regardless, and if I didn't have a PhD position. I was going to present at that conference, then go on vacation, uh, <laughs> <laughs> just, to make yeah. it worth to make the plane tickets worth it. But yeah, just stay out. Uh, it. it all worked out. So that's awesome. Congratulations. Great. Well, I think we've covered a lot of grounds with uh, talking about conferences and what they are and how to go to them. Uh, is there any uh, last thoughts on conferences that you'd like to share with everyone, Chris? Um. I think they're really important. So one thing that I th- we like to talk about on here is like uh, somebody who's interested in pursuing science or like a new college student, new biology student, um, go to conferences. Go, it's, it's a big deal. Um, and it's for your benefit to go to those conferences. Like I said, beyond the just getting to meet people, you'll see research out there um, and you'll see who's doing that research, where it's, where it's taking place, the logistics of doing that. And then you'll get to build your reputation with those researchers. So if you're looking for somebody to do research with um, and you just email them and say like, Hey, I want to join your lab. Uh, that's not going to be as effective as saying, Hey, I saw your presentation at such and such conference. I really liked it, and I read up on some other research. I like the way that you do this and how uh, your idea for this. Would you be interested in taking another student? Um, you know, educating yourself on the things that you want to do is just as important as educating yourself while you're doing those things. Um, and I think uh, uh, going to conferences is a great first step to doing that. Absolutely. Yeah. Makes it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Shows people that you care, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's that's a huge thing is uh, showing people that you care because I know in my like research career, I've been in labs where I was there to do the research and to learn the techniques and to learn you know the ecological context of it all. But there are plenty of students that through the right connections get into these research positions just to put it on their CV or you know that kind of thing and they're not doing the extra field work and they're not going on the extra field trips and they're not you know expressing that interest so that can be on your cv and say like you're you know 
you're doing this or you contributed to this, but when they start asking questions or they ask your previous advisor, you know, how were they and all that kind of stuff, it, it, it's known who really cared, uh, which is thankfully something that, that shines through. Yeah. Right. And you figured that out early. RJ, do you have any final questions for Chris? Tom, when are you coming back to St. Louis to visit all your friends that miss you? Um, <laughs> I'm coming back around Thanksgiving, so I think I'll be back for that like whole week. Um, it, the, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get get a get a party going on. I think. I think yeah, that's... Get, to, get together. Yeah. Thanksgiving, yeah. Friendsgiving. Maybe we'll record a, a podcast. Uh, here in person, like the little throwback podcast. The yeah. days. Of course. This Maybe might, we. What? This might air before then. This might air after it. So we'll see. We should probably air it after so all our fans don't mob us. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> we a good can point. come back for the party. Yep. <laughs> uh, maybe we can work out some in person guests to, to contribute over that time. That'd be great. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. I don't know. Do you guys have any questions that you want to, to ask? Um, I think we covered most of all the questions I had. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think we're good. Would you go back and present at the same conference next year? Same topic. Oh, just to get your um, information out there. <laughs> I no, that's uh, that's another good point actually. Is that redundant? That's a good question. Um, if you're presenting the same research over and over again, um, especially at like the same conference, yeah, that's kind of looked down upon. Um, so, you the point of the conference is to get people in that like sphere that you interact with, like in your kind of working group, the people who work on the same stuff up to date on like what you're working on um, and spark their research interests. And so you're not really contributing anything new if you're just presenting the same stuff over and over again. Yeah. You pretty much get them all, all excited new, new, for new information. New content. And then you right. provide the same old new research. Yep. And then if, you're, if you've got the same presentation title on your CV, you know, two years in a row or whatever, it doesn't look great. But it, it's different um, if you're asked to present things like if you are known as you're the B guy and it's a big you, you give a great presentation and then all these universities want you to come and present then yeah you present the same thing every time because that's that's what they want you for but at like a conference where you are paying to go then you do not present the same stuff uh, over again over and over again yeah I guess the difference is between it being students and then the conference being between peers. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Well, Chris, thank you so much for being able to record today, and thank you, Randall, for uh, being able to record today as well. Of course, anytime. So, Go to conferences. Conferences Go are great. Conferences. Go to conferences. Even if you're not a scientist, go to conferences. Next time there's one at SLU, I think I'll be down there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Max, Max, you have to come with me. There's a... I'm not going alone. I'll, I'll go with you. All right. <laughs> All right. I'll see you guys.